0: Welcome to the Secret Sauce of Outsourcing podcast that's dedicated to making you better at working with OFS, online Filipino specialists. This is episode 271, a case study in building a strong virtual work community. So we're gonna do something different today. Humans thrive on personal connection and positive feedback and growth opportunities. And a virtual work environment is no different than a, a normal work environment where these three things are so important. So today, what... Rather than me talking through this, I wanna I wanna play for you a case study that we recently did with Bibby. And actually, so this case study is done by Shalane, uh, a friend of mine. Who did the case study with Bibi. And Bibby runs a, a link building agency. And she works with like 30 people from the Philippines who are copywriters and link builders. So when I shared this with my newsletter, I got some really, really positive feedback about the case study and about how Bibi she does a really good job of building a, a sense of community in among her the people that work for her. So without, without further from me. Let's get into the actual case study.
1: We are here today with Bibi Raven from BB Buzz, the founder of BB Buzz. We're so glad to be here. Bibi, tell us a little bit about
2: BB Buzz, what you do and how you do it. So I started in social media marketing when I was pregnant because I wanted to stay home for my kids. And that was 13 years ago. And then I was working for a boss, but I wanted to have my own thing going on. So I looked up how to make money online And I got into affiliate sites, building affiliate sites. And I made a lot of friends, niche, and they asked me to build links for them to help uh, their sites, uh, you know, appear higher in Google. And that's the end of it, actually. I I started my, well, kind of fell into my business. And now I'm catering to clients all over the world. And I have um, about 30 people working for me. So 30
1: people. And are they all online Filipino specialists?
2: Almost all of them. Yeah. So I have a business partner in Florida since a couple of years and he is a uh, half Filipino, half Cuban, but he lives in Florida. Uh, my sister works for me. She lives in Spain and the rest is all uh, people in the Philippines. And where are you located? Uh, I'm in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. So is there hmm. something about your link building business
1: that makes you different from the competition? Obviously you're using people to build links. Um, yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit more about that.
2: I think the difference lies in um, that I do like the human side of link building and I don't like to uh, automate that much. So I really like to focus on the prospects, what their needs are and and what their audience cares about. And that's, that's where I build my link building around it. A lot of people go for a massive outreach. But I like to keep it um, high quality and low scale and basically not spam. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what makes me different.
1: So when did you first start reaching out to the Philippines to hire? How did that begin?
2: I don't know how long ago it was, a couple of years, I think maybe 2017 or something. And um, I always was very lucky with getting clients. So that was never a problem. But I'm, I am i think I have ADHD and I'm super chaotic. Uh, so yeah, I said yes to too many clients. So I, I really needed help. Uh, and then I heard about online jobs from people around me. Um, yeah, and that's where I found my first hire. So that's great. Okay, so tell us about your first hire. Geez, I, I can't even remember <laughs> who that was because they're not working with me anymore. You know, you, that, that happens sometimes. I learned a lot from it because I uh, language is very important. So my first hire had okay language, but it wasn't uh, at the level where I needed it to be, which is native, well, close to native U.S. conversational writing. And the person I hired, I think they came from a university, so they were taught very formal English. And that's not what I what I needed at that point. Yeah, that was my first hire. Yeah learned so much from that, so. So can you tell us about,
1: I mean, t- 30 people, that is a lot of positions to fill. Can you tell me where, what all they're they're doing for you?
2: I mainly look for copywriters because I believe that those are really good, can be really good link builders. I don't look for outreach specialists or uh, link builders, people that have experience, because they often uh, have habits that don't really fit with, with my workflow. Mm-hmm. So I look, for, I look for green people uh, that have no experience, but they have a really good grasp of the la- language. And then I train them up to become a link builder. I always look for people that have the potential to become a full link builder. But when they start working, they always, how do you say, gravitate to a specific role that they like. Uh, so some people, they they just do the data stuff. Some people only do the templates. Some people only do the inbox. Some people do everything because they get bored easily. So I hire somebody with the full potential to become everything. But usually I let people uh, grow into whatever fits them best at that point. Oh, and that flexibility is so important. That's something we teach at online jobs too,
1: is to give them that opportunity to grow and do what they're best at. So mm-hmm. no wonder you've been so successful. Can you tell us about what your hiring process looks like. And I'm especially curious because I just hired a copywriter um, within the last month for onlinejobs.ph. And it was my first chance. I'm I'm a copywriter myself. That's how I started um, cool. with John. And, um, and so I was like, you know what? This is a great opportunity for you to get in and really get your hands dirty, figure this out. It was... It was an exciting process. I mean, there are a lot of really enthusiastic copywriters out there. Can you detail what your process looks like?
2: Of course, through hiring and firing people uh and learning what, you know, how communication works and all that stuff. I started to realize that I have to look at um the skills, just just that, right? So I don't look any at a CV or anything like that. It doesn't mean anything to me. When I when I post a job there uh, when people apply, there's a test, and the test is really close to the, the work that they're eventually going to do. So I test them on on what they what they can do basically, and uh, I'm and then also test them on, on if they can follow instructions. There's a video there uh, because you know I, I like to give people verbal instructions. There are little Easter eggs in there to make sure that they uh, apply in the right way. Yeah, so I look for skills, so the writing skills, those so those are in the test, and I also look for little. Qualities like detail ori- oriented and if they listen well, and I all, I do all of that upfront. So I do it in a filtered way. So the people that are not um, suitable, they won't get through the filter. And I think that's really important too. And no matter how nice somebody is or how m- much experience they have, or you know, it doesn't really matter to me. I really look for what can you actually do.
1: Can you tell us a little bit more about the Easter eggs? Uh,
2: yeah, so um, when I post a job, you have of course a standard way of applying, right? In in online jobs, but uh, I post a video and in the video I actually tell them how they really should apply. And it, it involves using a specific subject line or using specific words. And in, in the in, in the job posting, I say, uh, watch this video. So if they don't watch the video, they don't do the uh, instructions and they don't get through my filter. And that's really great because sometimes you have a lot of people applying, like 800 people applying. I'm not going to review all those applications, you know? So I'd rather have those people filter out themselves by, uh, you know, not following the instructions.
1: You have qualities you've mentioned English speaking that you look for their quality of English and you mentioned that you yeah. like to hire people who are kind of green who aren't set in their ways when it comes to link building are there any other qualities that have redeemed themselves as really valuable to you mm. uh, as you've hired workers
2: yeah so if you have a copywriter a good copywriter can can think from the perspective of the audience they're writing for but also from the perspective of the client. So in my case, um, a copywriter needs to uh, come up with content ideas that were, are suitable for any site out there. So in the in that test that I just uh, I talked about, I give them a list of all these niches, right? And then they have to pick a niche. So for instance, it's a marketing or 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 baking bread or whatever. And then they have a they have to pick a site that's all about that topic. And then they have to pitch content to that site in a test. But that shows that they really think about what, what is, does the site owner care about and what does their audience uh, care about. So being able to put yourself into somebody's perspective and in, in their goals and stuff, that's really important. And the other part is creativity. So in the test, I also say, don't copy anything you find online. Don't, you know, uh, I don't want to see anything that I've, I saw somewhere else. So somebody has to really um, yeah try and be creative and have their own voice. So creativity and I think empathy are really good uh, skills to have. How have online
1: Filipino workers changed your business.
2: So I was able to scale but it also allowed me a lot of freedom because I, you know if you if you have good people working for you then you don't have to be there all the time so that that really helped. So I'm Dutch and we're a very individualistic culture and Filipinos the culture is way more collective, right? So they're more community oriented and I think that that taught me a lot about how to run a business because if you create a, a company culture where people really want to help each other and support each other, then that makes you a way more successful business. So it changed my business a lot. So I, I'm way more about teams now and not competing or be, being the best or something, but people really helping each other and making it a team effort.
1: Do you have any,
2: any specific ways that you've learned are great to
1: motivate or connect with your Filipino specialists?
2: I, I try to stimulate an environment where we share other stuff than, than just the uh, work stuff, right? So it's a, it's a re- everybody's working remote, everybody's in their house. So y- yeah, you really need to um, actively try to stimulate the company culture where people treat, we have a channel in Slack called the Random Channel, where people just treat it as a social feed, so they share all this stuff. And the other thing that i um, also started a couple of months ago was the uh, dream project it's um based on a book called the dream manager i think it's by matthew kelly i'm not quite sure but anyway so it was about how in a company there wasn't that much growth and then they wanted to give people more purpose in a job than just uh, growing in your career or getting more money and they made a, a small group with a, a dream manager and that person coaches everyone to uh, achieve their dreams. So I started a dream project, and I have uh, had like five people in it, and it's growing more. We now call it project Firefly um, because it's related to one of the dreams that that a person had. They wanted to see fireflies, and we listed um, for everyone listed hundred dreams in all kinds of different areas uh, in their life. So it's like health, appearance, money, you know, uh, learning, spiritual, all that stuff, and then. We identified the first steps that they could take to make some of those dreams uh, come true. So a very easy dream, or a very uh, long-term dream, and that um, that has been amazing because uh, people are bringing their dreams to work, and they're talking about the dreams, and they're 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 stimulating each other to you know uh, save up for for travel or 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 start a side business even or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that really brings everyone more purpose than just doing a job. Tell us a little bit more about how you train your Filipino workers. Yeah, so we use um, ClickUp, uh, which is a project management tool. And uh, we have like a knowledge base and all that stuff and where we record videos, have our SOPs and have uh, our workflows. So when somebody comes in, they um, watch videos and they do certain tasks and then the manager or me, we review the task and then we give feedback and then they go through these loops, right? Until they get it right. And we try to make everything as atomic as possible in the beginning. So it's really like really small, small tasks. So so you, you learn more and more and more. But what I did find out was that in my head, it was okay to have all these videos and SOPs and have people just go through it. And then the, the manager would be there to, um, uh, how do you say, coach them or you know give them some feedback but then um not everybody learns well that way so some people really like to sit down with somebody that who, who talks them through everything um so we're combining it now and then i also noticed that people who are actually already trained but work for a while that they sometimes get stuck in the way they're doing things or they just don't know you know uh, how they, uh, they just kind of get lost so we have these uh, type of role we have these sessions almost every week and then we get together all the people who do the same kind of tasks and then we take one problem that somebody has and we work on that so i i would i would love to say that for me uh training is all like sops and videos and set it and forget it but it's not it's a continual process so i don't know if that's the best way but just that that, that's how i I experience it
1: you know you're the first person i've spoken to who is in this freedom you've
2: created with employing
1: these online Filipino specialists, are there things that you like to pursue or grow? You know, when you're not stuck working in your business and you have that freedom, do you have hobbies? Do you focus that extra time on working more on your business, you know, investing more into your business?
2: The advantage of the dream project was that people started asking me as well, what are your dreams then, you know, because, uh, and then the uh, uh, there are things that I want to do. I want to get back into music. So I always used to be in bands and choirs and all that stuff. So I want to do that again. Um, I used to be super fit a couple of years back, but then the pandemic happened and I gained a lot of weight. (laughs) But yeah, I want to get fit again. I'm working on that with with the dream group. Um, But I also want to get back into affiliate sites because that's where I started. And then I fell into link building. And while it's really great building links for other people's sites... I know that I can gain I can use all the knowledge I gained over the years for my own projects and, um, uh, dominate those, uh, niches. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I really want to do that too. Do you have any
1: tips for entrepreneurs who are considering mm. hiring online Filipino specialists or just haven't quite need that extra push to get there?
2: Yeah. Um, especially in digital marketing, um, people have been treated super bad by, uh, Employers, I, mean, I hear horrible things about agencies, and I think people should. I, I love that you also say Filipino specialists. You don't say virtual assistants, and uh, people have started seeing people from the Philippines as a throwaway labor, and you know, and that's something that really needs to change. So when you when you hire a person, treat them as if they were an actual team member in your office, and give them invest a lot of your time and energy in into them uh, because in the end, it will pay off. Uh, so don't think, oh, I'm just hiring this virtual assistant and I'll just tell them what to do and I'll do it. No, you have to treat them as if they're you know in your country um, and uh, as if they're real people.
1: Is there anything else uh, specific to hiring, working with, training online Filipino specialists that you'd like to share with our viewers
2: when you start this is something i learned the hard way when you start training them and there are some red flags so somebody might not be as motivated as you want them to be or they are not so good in their communication or anything like that you have to address it right away and you have to try to fix it right away and you have to start noting for yourself all those red flags and what you try to do and and how to fix it because um, i've had some cases where somebody yeah wasn't the right fit but it took me so long to, you know, finally realize it, that it actually damaged my business. And also, you think that you're being nice and you're just letting this situation go on and on. And and you try to be really considerate. But in the end, it will also be at the detriment of that person. So you really need to be... Whenever you have the feeling that something that's not right, immediately take action. You mean, you you don't have to be nasty, but have to be very clear and open in the communication
1: how can our viewers best connect with you and learn more about you and your business
2: oh um you can go to bbbuzz.com so that's I don't know how to spell it (laughs) b-i-b-i-b-u-z-z.com and you can look me up on twitter under bb the link builder um yeah that's about it say hi awesome thank you so much for your time for
1: all of your wisdom and i'm sure that oh you're probably about 14 hours different from us so it's a late night for you thank you for being willing to to stay up and and give us some some good advice
2: yeah thank you so much and uh, i hope it helps more people find more freedom